You ready for Basecamp Fitness's best deal yet? Seven days for $7. That's right, seven days for $7. It's time to double down on your fitness goals and snag this offer before it's gone. Call or text Basecamp Fitness at 913-232-9770 or go to BasecampFitness.com to learn more. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, abbreviated Midwest Outdoors. We ran a little snafu, and we're up and perking now. The Midwest Outdoors is proud to have Altec Industries as a sponsor of our show. Altec is a leading supplier and producer and services for electrical utility communicators, communications, contractors, lights, signs, and tree care. They design, manufacture, and sell products and provide service for more than 100 countries throughout the world. On a personal note, I have many friends who work there at this company, and they love it. They treat their employees like friends and family. If you're a great career, look no farther. Currently, they are looking for welders, assemblers, engineers, automotive painters, procurement analysis, material handlers, engineering technologists, and associates to work in their parts and distribution warehouse. They offer great benefits, including three weeks paid vacation, on-site medical facilities, tuition reimbursement of $2 per hour on shift differential. This is a great company to work for. They're located in St. Joseph, Missouri, off the, uh, about I-29 and 36 Highway, just east there. For information on the jobs, to Altec.com, A-L-T-E-C, Altec. That's Altec.com. You'll love working for that company. Gosh, got so many people working out there, friends of mine. I actually have friends, Tobin. Uh, well, that's very loosely defined. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, um, we, we're, I'm a little bit on the befuddled side, so are you, I assume, but Andrew Hill is joining us. Andrew, how are you doing this morning? Very good. How are you guys doing? Well, we're, we're running a little bit late today. You guys got the banquet coming up out at uh, Arrowhead. GEA, isn't that what they call this now? G-E-H-A. What yeah. is Government Employees Health Association? Isn't that what that is? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that, that sounds really smart. Yeah, <laughs> what the hey? Hey, uh, tell us some of the things real quick, what you got going there to, for uh, Saturday night. Yeah, so next Saturday, 5 p.m., down at the uh, GHA Field Arrowhead, uh, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation has uh, the Greater Kansas City chapter. We have our annual banquet. Cool. Um, obviously, we're super excited about it. Um, I did the math uh, last night. Uh, we have over $125,000 worth of items to give away. So, wow. Wow. Uh, that's the biggest we've had in probably like five years. Um, you know, um, those are maybe a rundown of the hunts uh, that we have. We have two hunts to Argentina for doves. That'll work. Oh, cool. Uh, a archery mule deer hunt for two hunters out in Nebraska. A elk hunt in Wyoming. We have to have an elk hunt, right? Elk sure, Foundation. sure. Um, a bear hunt for two hunters up in Manitoba, Canada. Um, a pheasant hunt out to central Kansas, which I'm actually on right now. It's in the hotel room in Junction City. Cool. Uh, Going to go out uh, stay in tomorrow on a little pheasant hunt. Cool. Um, a fishing trip up into Lake Michigan. A goose hunt. And then two African safaris. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. That's cool. What a, cool. <laughs> what a list of trips. I know. It's, it's, and everything is, you know, I would call it almost like affordable, right? Anyone of any come over and come in and walk away with something, and um, it's just a great time. Um, you guys are going to be there, which is going to make it even over the top special. Oh my, over the top, Mark! Did you know mm-hmm. we were over the top? No, you didn't have no idea about that either. No, yeah, me and Mark are going to come out earlier. Me and Mark are going to come out and MC that thing. So we'd love to all three mm-hmm. listeners, all three of our listeners, to show up and and uh, mm-hmm. participate if they would. So what the hey? Do you have to be a member of the foundation to come out there, or is that open to the public? Open to anybody. Oh, cool. Yep. 
How, yeah, we what? got tickets ranging from 50, 85, which includes the membership. Uh, if you got a group of guys that want to come out, we have multiple tables. Um, another really cool thing is that we have stadium tours available. So wow. um, you cool. get to come in an hour early, uh, get to bid on live auction, general raffle, play some games, and then take a tour of the facility. What a blast. That would be cool. What yeah. time does this open up now? Uh, 5 p.m. next Saturday. 5 p.m. next Saturday. I'm going to be there. I'm going to come in at 4. Mark, you sure, going to come in at 4? Heck yeah. Well, yeah, we'll come in. I want, yeah, to, I want that tour. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see a tour of the stadium. Yeah, I would too. Where Do you, do you know where you come in at? Uh, it's in Lot E, and uh, the good folks over at Arrowhead said any gate will be open, and there'll be signs directing you to Lot E. All right. Cool. Well, we'll be there at 4 o'clock, and then uh, uh, you can run us out anytime you want to. So, at the hey, you know. Yeah. I, I've got so many people who want to know what Mark Tobin looks like, so I will, <laughs> we'll uh, give them the heads up. It's it's not pleasant, you know. What the oh, no. We, we need to send Toby in, our, in my place. We'll send Toby in there in our yeah. place. Yeah, what the hey. They won't know any difference. No, Toby's larger than life. Yeah, really. So. <laughs> Hey, Andrew, I'm sorry that uh, we were going to have you on for quite a bit longer, but we've had a little snafu here in the studio. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing about 4 o'clock next Saturday. Yes, sir. We'll see you. Okay. Thanks so much. Okay, buddy. And that got to be cool. Um, Yeah. I mean, those trips, every one of those trips is a must-have. Yeah. Really? How cool. Why why wouldn't you want to do one of those trips? No kidding. And it's a great organization. Would be hard to pick which one you want to do. Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, and the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation is a uh, cut-in, eye care type organization. And I know a lot about them. And they're buying public right away. So a lot of guys, you know, it's too expensive to go elk hunting. And they got to pay the guides and da-da-da. You know, it's a really expensive venture. But uh, these guys here, this is the group you want to be around. Because if you're going to do it, do-it-yourself hunt. They'll have you can get some information about you know now this ranch is now open where you can drive through there and this and that on the thing, so it's really really worth the effort to come out there if you're an elk hunter or thinking about going elk hunting. These these are guys you want to be around and deal. So it'll be cool. Oh, I'm, awesome! I'm I'm amped up about this one. Yeah, nothing else. I want to go tour the stadium. Uh, are you going to sing or dance while we're there? That would be a negative. A negative? <laughs> yes. Well, why don't you cut loose a little tune while you're there and do a little like, soft uh, shoe I, on I stage? can do a little Peter Sellers, you well, know. No, no, little no. Come we, we, to me. we don't want that. We want a real tune. <laughs> like a Frank Sinatra, you know, my way. You know, no, no. You ain't going to do that. No. Uh, Peter Sellers is about as good as I can do. Mark is a tremendous vocalist. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in. You know, what the president of the National Beekeepers Association. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toby is in the studio with. We've been wanting him in here since Moby Dick was a sardine. It's just that he is a guide and usually busy on the weekend, so we're fortunate to have him. And Toby, Toby Lewandowski from Absolute Fishing Guides uh, Service. And I am so sorry you drove all this way and. And uh, have such a short period of time with you. But thank you. Thank you for coming out here. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank what, you for having what's me. What's the bite? What's going on? Oh, it's still real good right now. Still in a winter pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, crop year on fire. They're schooled up. Just easy pickings. Is it? Uh, the 8-foot, 12-foot, 16-foot, are they on the bank yet or anything like that? Um, the key right now is to find the active fish. They're all schooled up, so you may find them. It seems like right now that the shallower, the more active fish, the better the bite. Oh. So. 
Uh, your crystal ball. When will the coffee be on the bank? I mean, that water temperature has a lot to do with that? Oh, water and uh, temp and sunlight. Usually a key target is around Easter, you know, depending on if we get a late cold snap. But usually around Easter is for Kansas is what we're looking at. Uh, Mark knows I'm going to ask this question. Any walleye to be caught? There are. There are humps and bumps down low, and you can uh, live scope them, you know. Oh. Yeah. I did hear that they are starting to catch some walleye down below Truman Dam. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. And Truman's almost two foot high. It's like 1.7 foot high. Um, so they're running a little bit water. But, you know, still, if they're not running water, it's not as good. But that early early and late, there's, I've been seeing some reports of a few getting caught. <laughs> so it's that time. I mean, yeah. middle of February, yeah. you know, they're, they're yeah. starting they're to starting run. To move. There's no yeah. doubt about it. But Toby, what lakes do you guide? Um, my home lake's Perry, but I'll do Perry or Clinton. Um, right now we've been hitting Pomona pretty hard because the limit's a little higher down there. So people that don't get out much can kind of stock up for, mm-hmm. for eating, for groceries. So let, let me ask you what you like about each one of these different lakes. So let's start with Clinton. What do you like about fishing on, on Clinton? Clinton's got a lot of structure. It's got uh, some nice shallow arms and some ledges. It's just got... It kind of reminds me of a smaller Truman, only it's got some deeper area. I like Clinton because it's got Wiper, um, one of the few lakes in Kansas that has that. Um, I, I just, I, I love doing, uh, the, it's just a great lake for what you're after, you know. You can you can hit so many different environments and maybe pull up some fish that you didn't plan on pulling up, you know. And then uh, I like Perry. I mean, it's my home lake. It's got brush piles everywhere. So, and a lot of brush piles I'm targeting are right off ledges. So, that's what I'm looking for when we're trying to put crappie in the boat right now. Um, and that's the number one game right now. Those, those crappie are bunched up good, and and you can once you find some active, you can not have to move very far. Yeah, it's it's super easy. A lot of fun. A lot what, of fun. What else do you catch on Perry besides crappie? Um, we'll do white bass. Um, if it's a special request, I, I will target catfish. It's not my favorite to uh, go out for, but uh, white bass, crappie. We'll catch sauger in the spring, um, and just like walleye. They'll be on the mud flats after they eat, you know? Mm-hmm. So it'll be pretty easy pickings. Uh, yeah, just... Well, and you took me out on Melvern. I know I, I, I love the crappie fishing on Melvern. Does it offer anything other than... And crappie? Melbourne's a good small bo- smallmouth bass Is lake. Is it really? really? Yeah, I if you're into it. that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who isn't into that? <laughs> I mean, them smallmouth never quit. Oh, they're such tremendous fighters. They, yeah. they're, I mean, they're, they're a step above a white bass in terms of fighting, you know, and, and, and catching them. So, a- any quality there? You know, I think there is some pretty decent quality. It's not a species that I typically target, but uh-huh. yeah, I mean, there's some... There's some pretty decent smallmouth bass fishing, and they have walleye too. There, down always there. when you pull them up in a boat and they get that red eye and look like you owe them a rent. You know, I mean, they just they, <laughs> they're, they're possessed. Just, they're just mad. Yeah, they're mad. They got a hook. They're in their evil. Mouth. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are an evil fish. On the deal, no doubt about it. What about Pomona? What uh, What do you target at Pomona? Um, Pomona is going to be kind of the same. C- crappie and white bass is kind of what what my thing is. You know, so. Pomona's Pomona's a uh, pretty shallow lake in certain areas, and it warm. The beautiful thing about it is it warms up quicker than any of the other reservoirs that we fish. Oh. So, and it's usually always stained or muddy because any wind will knock up some mud. So, mm. 
Sometimes dirty water is a little better if uh, fish are spooking at all, you know. So if, if somebody wants to uh, hire your guide service, how does that work? Do they, do they just say, I want to catch fish, and you decide where they go, or do pe- people uh, request different lakes that they would like to fish with you? It's kind of a combination of both. When they call, I'm like, okay, what, what lakes are, where are you coming into? If, if they live in Kansas, they might live in Lawrence, so they definitely want to target Clinton. Or maybe they live closer to Perry, and that's where they want to go. Or they'll just say, hey, tell me what's biting and where, or I specifically want crappie, and I specifically want it at this lake. So I kind of just ask them what they want, and, and some people are open and just want to catch fish and they want to catch a lot of them and some people are very specific i want this lake for this species and and i'm pretty honest too if if i've been on that lake and that particular species is slow i'm going to tell them hey you know what we'll we'll go target them we'll get after them but what uh, about shad hatch have you are you seeing schools of shad is it too early a lot of them they're pretty deep right now they're there um they're pretty deep so Mm. there's a lot at perry i mean you're talking like three foot three foot depth and oh longer than than my boat so yeah you, big bunches of them yeah that's, they're that's a thin. good sign and uh-huh. i mean that's a sign of a healthy lake you remember uh-huh. the year they had the big shad kill off out in melford uh, and it was just yeah. fishing went south it sure did yeah absolutely. it was unbelievable the shad is everything well and ladies. you always lose a lot you know to cold weather you lose a lot of those smaller smaller shad but that can make for some really good fishing and that's one reason that the catfishing is so good right now we had ice on truman mm-hmm. lake of the ozarks and you get a lot of shad to die and Makes once sense. that starts to thaw yeah. out you know you've got a smorgasbord of food available to those catfish and that's why they're up there so shallow where that ice was you know so that that can really be a, a bonus but uh oh, <laughs> um I'm glad to hear you say that you guide for white bass. I love white bass oh, fishing. So I, I just can catch white bass. <laughs> Throw a zip when they're on. cigarette lighter in the water, you'll catch white bass. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I love them. I, I love they fight good. You know, you put two jigs on if they're really bunched up, you can get them two at a time. And they, again, they fight great. And I love to eat them. They're you know, a lot of people turn their nose up at white bass. But you eat a hubcap. Tobin, you need a hubcap. Uh, I don't know. I go well, quite yeah, far, a Ford hubcap. But I, I do like blue cat too. So you know, yeah. there goes my credibility. But. What What about blue cat? Can you put people on a blue cat? You don't like fishing for them, do you? Uh, I, you know what? I, I will. I will take people out for catfish. Um, in terms of blue cat, yeah, I, I know where they are, and yeah, we can we can catch them. There's no doubt. If if people do want to go blue cat fishing, I'm kind of particular about the way if they want me to clean them that i do i always <laughs> i always clean them a specific way so well that's good <laughs> yeah when it comes to crappie fishing are you a, a jig or minnow fisherman or oh um for me i i only use jigs um occasionally in the spring if the bite's a little tough and i'm taking a guide trip out with kids or something we'll throw some minnows in just in case if they don't have a good jig action to to work with you know my kind of guy (laughs) (laughs) that's toby that's fan i'm glad to hear that oh i mean i i just i just have a hard time with people putting a mint on a jig and and think they're fishermen i just it just drives me nuts <laughs> and you're the same way Tom, aren't you I mean, no i don't use minnows now yeah nobody i mean no i mean there's times i think i maybe i should have but yeah, yeah. i'm creature habit and i ask this every saturday is, is this the good old times of fishing right now don't you think it's really really quality i mean you talk about milford you talk about perry you talk about clinton you talk about truman man i tell you what i i've heard more fish stories in the last year 
than I've ever had in my life. I think when we had the major flood back, you know what, three years ago, uh-huh, right. and, and all the recreational fishermen that had a, needed a boat ramp couldn't get on the water, I, mm-hmm. I think it just proliferated the the spawn and made it better and the bigger fish got bigger and i just it helped us tremendously absolutely and i think in we're my opinion still reaping the benefit of that i do too yeah uh, there was something good out of a flood yeah oh, absolutely yeah i mean that's just as simple as you can say yep. it i guess on the deal but that that was cool that mm-hmm. deal. what about quality of crappie what are they Pound and a half, pound, three quarters pound. Oh, right now, you know what? I don't weigh a lot of them, but we're averaging about a twelve inch fish. That's pretty thick. It's three quarters of a pound, at least. At Probably least. a hair more. Maybe a hair more now. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that's what I'd say. And they're all the, the different lakes. You know, sometimes, you know, one lake will be producing. Like right now, Hillsdale is technically on fire for big crappie. I mean, it's. They're they're averaging bigger than that there right now. Mm-hmm. You hear that, don't you? What, so what uh, what's your favorite lure and colors? Oh, it just it just varies. Um, you know, I pour my own plastic, so uh, I've got a few colors. But I mean, you know, you can't go wrong with like blue and white, black and chartreuse, just your typical colors. I like silver and white because right now it kind of resembles a shad, and then just change the color head or. Um, I'm not a big pink or red guy, but there's times you need it. You know what I mean? It's in my, it's in our box. It's in my box. So you so. do like a, a colored, a painted head? Yeah, I, I just about always typically use a painted head. The only time I don't is if I downsize and I go to like an eighth or sixteenth, and I put a quarter ounce on top because I don't have the patience for dropping. And if I'll watch the fish on live scope go up and look at that uh, split shot, <laughs> and then I'm like, huh, okay, oh. unpainted is the color today. <laughs> <laughs> what's your thoughts on live scope? Yeah, you've had them for for a long time now. Are you in love with the product, or what's going on? No, 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 yeah, it's it's definitely a game changer. It's it's so wonderful to pull up and say, you know what, there's nothing on this tree, or look at this tree, it's loaded, or look, there's a monster that's wow. just out here roaming. Yeah, it's it's. I, I think there's a combination. Live scope itself is fantastic. The question is how much for for other fishermen. I've noticed sometimes it might be a challenge for them to learn boat control with the trolling motor while looking at the fish whether it's mounted on a scope on a pole or on their trolling motor and technically if if you mount it on your trolling motor it even gets you better boat control you know so to be able to line everything up and and drop on that fish is pretty pretty how, how do you feel like it spooks any fish <laughs> well that's a big debate i mean i've had friends of mine say they turn theirs on the fish scatter you know what? Uh, you know what? I've always, yeah, fish get spooked. And the question is, is it the live scope? Is it your trolling motor? You know what? Even though we got three, you know, three major brands they and, and ghosts and, you know, and I feel like when you watch them on live scope and, and you point it there and they disappear and you came in not hot with your trolling motor mm-hmm. off, then, yeah, I think it's live scope. When you see them and they don't move and you're moving up on them slow and they start scattering off. Yeah, I think it's a uh, live scope. And there's times that none of it matters, and there's times that all of it matters. And I think crystal clear water makes a difference, too. Hmm. You need to be a little bit, uh, you know what, if you, if, you, if you pull up on them and they keep scattering, park the boat, put a bobber on, slip bobber, and run it through that way. That way you're not spooking them. Hmm. Do you think the live scope is having a negative impact on fish populations? That's a great debate. I... I honestly, uh, I think we'll know the results of that in the future. 
Yeah. I, I, I don't. Still I don't, too new. Yeah, I, I think that y- they did that study, right? That the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that was pretty interesting results. Yeah, but, and according to that, it did not make any difference. But I think you, I think you still have to take the fact that even though you may have the technology to see that fish, if you can't hold your boat or get on it, which there's some, it, it, it's it's a learn. It's more, yeah, more to it than, and just because you have that life scope doesn't mean you're going to catch more fish or going to catch a fish. You still have to present it right. You got to use the right mm-hmm. color and on and on and on. Now you were down at Hillsdale, was it two weeks ago with Greg Thompson? Or, yeah, or good friend Greg That's Thompson. Too bad, and, I'm sorry. And <laughs> you guys didn't have any problem catching fish. No. But according to Greg, he talked to several people. You talked to several people that weren't doing any good. Yeah. And uh, I I know I've seen out there the first my first experience with uh, other people having a live scope. I was fishing with a friend of mine, and we didn't have a live scope. And we were fishing like we normally did. If we didn't get, get – we knew, you know, we had electronics. And we knew there were fish there. If they didn't bite, we'd move on. But we'd watch these people. You know, it looks like you're watching TV when you're watching live scope. You mm-hmm. get too enthralled in what's, what you're seeing, and you f- see fish reacting to your lure in real time. And if they don't bite, you feel like, I got to do something different. I got to change lures. I got to do. And you wind up wasting too much time trying to get a fish to bite. I agree. Then in reality, it's not going to bite. Yeah. And I think that's probably a mistake that people make, you know. And I don't know how you break that habit. It's just, uh, but. You were doing something different that they weren't doing, and there was other people out there around you that had life scope, but you were the ones catching fish. And do you have a rule? Uh, you know, if you pull up to some fish and you see them, do you give a certain amount of time, and if they don't bite, you move on? You know what? It's yeah. I mean, yes and no. Um, there's there's about three things that I change up, and I try those three things. And if they don't bite, then we're moving. Or yeah, I mean, tournament fishing kind of puts a time limit in your mind you pull up and there's not big fish there you're gone you know what i mean or you pull up and there's big fish but they're not active you're gone because you have no time to waste so balancing that competitiveness with guiding to where you want to put everybody on fish but yeah i think profile i think color and i think presentation all three you know there's days you can just vertical jig it and they'll nail it there's days you got to swim it through and there's days you got to pin a limit and if you try all your techniques and you change two or three colors, yeah, you got to move. Hmm. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. He's Toby Lewandowski, uh, Absolute Fishing Guide Service. Uh, how can people get a hold of you if they would like to book a trip with you? Sure, sure, sure. Um, it's uh, you can Google me at Absolute Fishing Guides. Um, you can also, um, sorry, give me a call seven eight five eight four five six zero four three seven eight five what. Eight four five six zero four three six zero three. Okay, I'm slow this morning. No, no, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. seven, eight, seven eight five eight four five six zero four three. Yeah. Okay, I and, wrote it down. So if anybody wants to get a hold of me, get a hold of me, and we'll get. Toby, I'm so sorry, but we are out of time, out of radio time. And uh, thank you for coming in here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We'll do it again when we won't be so rushed. Yeah, we'll we'll be fine <laughs> in the deal. So anyway, uh, thanks. Thanks a million. Absolute yeah. Fishing Guides. Yep. And if you Google, if you can't remember the number, just Google me and you'll find me. And I got a Facebook page, too. All right. That wraps it up for this edition of the Midwest Outdoors. I got to go for this week. The next time we see you, oh, we'll see you Saturday night, won't we? Yeah, that's at, right. At Gia. Yeah. At the Arrowhead. Go for him out for the tour at 4 o'clock. Got to go for this week. The next time we see you, I hope we see you in a great outdoors. Hey, Fred, one more thing. Yeah. How about those...
Chiefs. <laughs> Griefs or Chiefs? Chiefs. Griefs. Oh, so long, everybody. All right. All right. All right.